tell us about your immediate family prior to your pregnancy loss. My immediate family, that includes my mom, my dad, my brother. It's just us four. My brother, he was in the Air Force, so he was away for quite some time on duty. Um, he's back in Houston now, so like it's good to have that part of my family with me because when he was away I felt alone like it was just me and my parents and like I was the go-to for everything but having him back I can lean on him for support and just good to have your sibling back to like the person I grew up with I can still grow up with. How did you find out you were pregnant? Whew, um, well <laughs> I'm an overanalyzer and an overthinker and I usually know when something's not right. So I was late, and I think I was only a few days late. So something's not right. And I was on the couch, I still can see it to this day, I was on the couch, and I was binge watching something on Netflix, and I was like, I need to take a pregnancy test. And I did. And it was one of the little cheap ones, so I couldn't tell if both lines were clear enough. So I, I remember calling a friend, like I sent her the picture, and I was like, is this two lines? Is it positive? And she was like, yes, it was. Me being overthinker, I went to the store and got maybe two or three more tests, and I made sure they were the digital ones that say pregnant or not pregnant. And I took all of them. I made sure that I was hydrated and they all came back pregnant. I was nervous, I was scared. And I'm in my thirties and I'm worried about this. And I think it's because of the stigma that was instilled in me as a child, like having a baby. And a lot of my family had children in their teens and my mom and dad were really scared that it might happen to me too so i didn't tell them about it like i waited months before i told my parents i was pregnant because i was nervous i was scared i didn't know what people were going to say or think about me um i've always said that i wanted a husband before i got pregnant so like it was hard for me to accept myself i remember going to the doctor to confirm that i was pregnant i i would be lying if i said that i was excited the moment I found out I was pregnant. I was more nervous. I was like, I'm about to be responsible for another human being. And even though I'm an educator and I work with children on a daily basis, I was nervous. I was like, am I gonna be the best mom I can be for this child? That's That was my main concern. When I found out I was pregnant, there's a lot of things I stopped doing because I didn't want it to interfere with right. my child or corrupt my child. Talk of about course, that. I wasn't drinking. But I'm the type of person, I can sit and watch the ID channel all day long. I like crime shows, I like all that. I didn't watch those shows because I felt like that negativity would be instilled in my child. Because I'm watching it, she's hearing what I'm watching. I stopped listening to certain music on the radio. If it was vulgar, if there was a lot of curse words, I played like old school R&B throughout my pregnancy and I let her listen to classical music and it's just because I didn't want her to have any negative thoughts while she was growing. That's I was really response. concerned about that. What happened the day of your pregnancy loss? Can you walk us through that day? It, yes I can. I remember 
once again, being an overanalyzer and an overthinker, I felt like something wasn't right. My daughter was a kicker. I used to call her Kung Fu Kyrie. That was her nickname because that's how much she moved. I felt like she was in there teaching somebody else Kung Fu. Little Bruce Lee. But um, she wasn't moving. And I love music. She loved music. When I was in church and it would be worship time, like I could feel her moving around during praise and worship. And like it was constant. And I remember feeling like a jerk one day and it, it didn't feel normal. And then I didn't feel any movement after that. So I got extremely nervous. I tried to do some things at home, like eat something sweet, maybe she'll move around. That didn't work. My friend had a heartbeat monitor that she had let me use. So I had hooked that up to myself and nothing. I called my doctor right away. She said, go right into the hospital. So I rushed to the hospital. I don't even tell anybody I'm going to the hospital yet. I just rushed to the hospital because I was scared. I get to the hospital, I'm in the waiting room, I'm praying, I'm like nervous. So they call me back, they hook me up to the ultrasound and the doctors are quiet. And I'm thinking to myself, why are you quiet? What's going on? You're not telling me anything. So I asked, what's going on? And one of the doctors, it was a male doctor, I'll never forget this. He told me there was no heartbeat. And me not thinking rationally, I was like, okay, so what, what do you need to do? What can be done? Nothing, there's no heartbeat, she's gone. It took me some time to register that because of the comment that came right after it. And the doctor was like, why didn't you come in sooner? I thought I came in as soon as I should. And I followed my doctor's advice. She told me to come to the ER and I did. So I thought I was doing the right thing. I, I don't need to be blank right now. That's probably already going in my head. So I'm silent. Um, I call my mom and I tell her, hey mom, there, there's no heartbeat. Of course, she's taking it back first grandchild and she's not even gonna make it. So I remember calling my daughter's father. I had to call several times um, before getting a response to let him know what was going on. And I, I was just thinking that she, the person that I visualized being my, my bestie, like my ride or die, my, like that was gonna be we were gonna be attached at the hip. I had it all planned out. She was no longer gonna be here. So that was very hard for me. But I think going through a lot of the aftermath is what made it worse. And I say that because I had to sit with my baby and me for three days. And mind you, she's gone. So they're hooking me up to monitors to make sure things are still going okay. They wanted me to give a natural birth. Um, I always knew that that was never gonna be an option for me because I have a chronic illness. I was already high risk. Um, they tried to induce me. I had an epidural for no reason. 
until finally there was a C-section. Um, I was nervous, first surgery, and like they take my baby out of me and there's no sound, there's no laughter, there's no tears, there's nothing. And they asked me if I want to hold her, of course I want to hold her, but like this is it. Like I just get to look at her. Like I know a lot of people when they hear a baby crying, it may not be what they want to hear at that time. But that's all I wanted to hear. I wanted her to scream. I wanted her to make any kind of noise because that was a part of me. When did you realize you needed help processing your loss? That took me some time because I'm the person. I try to be the helper. I try to be the supportive one, so me asking for help is, is a lost cause. I'm very bad at it. That is something I'm working on because I dealt with a lot of my emotions. I kept a lot of things inside, and it was mainly because of some of the feedback I was getting when I did, like right after getting out of the hospital. Not only was leaving the hospital horrible for me because I'm seeing other mothers come out with their babies and all I'm leaving with is the C-section scar, like the memory. And I remember getting in the car, my parents picked me up and I was, I was bawling just out of nowhere. And because they didn't really know how to react, like I just remember my mom saying she's crying again. And like after that, I just decided to hide my tears because I felt like either I was going to bring someone else down, I didn't want my sadness to rub off on somebody else, so I tried to handle it by myself. So there was a lot of lonely nights, crying, a lot of random car rides where I would hear a song and I would just bawl or I would have a thought and I would just cry just thinking about my daughter. Yes, I would pull over, but like I just realized my emotions, there was no control for them. They just came out, but I just tried to make sure that I was alone when they came out. Because when I tried to seek others help, um, it was hard, it was hard for them. And I understand that because it was hard for me and in a different way. But one thing that really helped was leaning on my friends, like they were very supportive. I have a friend who had a miscarriage, so she helped a lot. Um, co-workers, because I had just started a new job and the school that I work at now, Presbyterian School, like the support system from them helped me a lot. The parents, the staff, um, my colleagues. I found out from other teachers there that they have experienced loss too. So it was like I had people to lean on. So that really helped. When you were going through your loss, were there any comfort items? Uh, you mentioned friends, support groups who you could rely on. I sought out therapy for a little bit, um, mainly um, a grief counselor. And that really helped too because my therapist really made me feel comfortable about me grieving. She even 
told me something I didn't even think about, like how I can schedule my grief. I never knew I could do that. I was like, oh, I can sit down and say, okay, it's time for me to think about Kyrie cry. And because I had mentioned to her, it happens a lot when I'm in the car, and that's not really safe. So she let me know like things that I can do to grieve. Also, going to my daughter's grave site helps a lot. Like that, that's my time. That's our one-on-one. -on -one. That's like a therapy session for me. And even though she's not responding back, I know she's listening and I can vent to her without any judgment. So that's like my safe place. If there was one piece of advice you would like to share with someone or family who just experienced a pregnancy loss, what would it be? I would definitely say that you are not alone. There are way too many women who've experienced the same thing. Do not ever downplay your loss because I know some people will find the difference in a miscarriage and a stillborn. Always say a loss is a loss. Reach out to those who may have experienced the same thing because it'll be a little easier to talk to someone who can understand what you've been through. Um, and I would also say be vulnerable. One thing that was hard for me was being vulnerable, but the more I open up and let my emotions out about my circumstance, the more support I gain.